Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, we're catching up with our friends with Murfreesboro City Schools. Lisa Trail joins us. And um, Lisa, the it, it always seems to happen. Well, I have you on Mondays, and it's like whatever Monday of the month. And a lot of times, it's a day out of school, and that happens to be today. <laughs> That's right. It seems to be holiday Mondays. I guess. I guess so. So... President's Day comes at a really good time. It's it's a good break to make that stretch to spring break, which is in a month or so. Ah, uh, you're thinking just like we are. <laughs> I have a lot of teacher friends who are saying, I really needed this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year at this time, uh, we were under that ice storm, so we actually had a whole week out there in President's Day. So I'm thankful we're not battling an ice storm this year oh isn't that the that's the truth and uh i I noticed that you all had like an in-service on friday so it's been for the kids especially a nice four-day weekend so that's that's something that's fairly new but that's nice yeah it definitely was a nice four-day weekend we hope for the kids because it certainly was a beautiful weekend to get out um and it also allowed for our teachers to get ready for the you know the few weeks coming before spring break so they had a lot of planning time a lot of uh, just uh, adult learning opportunities. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. So I uh, got that big stretch coming up. Before we get to uh, spring break, there are lots of things <laughs> that are going on, uh, of course, and we're going to talk about a few of those. And uh, the first thing on the agenda here to talk about is the uh, STEAM Expo on March 10th. Tell me about that. Yeah, so this is the first time we've done this. Uh, it's called STEAM in the City, and it will be all of our five STEM accredited schools plus our three schools that are seeking accreditation this year coming together at the Lane Agri-Park and um, really putting on an expo of what STEAM is inside the schools. So it's an opportunity not only for parents to see what's going on, but for our community to come out and participate as well. A lot of people wonder what, what it is we're speaking about whenever we talk about STEAM in the schools or STEM in the schools. So this is just a great opportunity to showcase that and to invite our community to come. It's from 5 until 7 p.m., and again, it's March 10th, so it's out there at the Lane, the large Lane Agri Center where, uh, like, the farm, um, the farmer's market and everything is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so just to, to remind folks when we talk about STEAM uh, and, and what that means... So ah yeah thank you thank you for calling me out on that one <laughs> theme is science technology engineering arts and mathematics all coming together so it's just a way of digging deeper into our subject matters and um, again you hear steam you also hear stem it's, the only difference is whether you put the emphasis on the arts so um, it's going to be a great show our our students have really worked hard for this our teachers have planned. And so part of it uh, will be an expo, so you can see what they've done over the past uh, 6 to 12 weeks. And then on the other, uh, the smaller portion of it will be actually competition, where our students are joining some of our community members in a competition, and we're really looking forward to that. You know, uh, uh, as, as you were talking about this, I was looking up a few things on the uh, cityschools.net site, and then there just happened to be STEAM. And so when I looked at that, 
I saw an interesting stat here, and I want to throw this out there. Maybe we can uh, kind of continue to show the importance of this expo and why STEAM is such an important part of, of studies. According to the McKinsey Global Institute, between 400 and 800 million of today's jobs will be automated by 2030. So you've got to have experience in real-world problem-solving and, and all of these things just kind of mesh and go together, right? Exactly, and that's what it's all about. It's about questions and problem-solving and getting things wrong so that you can figure out how to get them right the next time. So this whole approach is really a tiered approach to learning. You're still learning your mathematics and science and everything, but it's pulling math and science together. It's pulling math, science, and arts together. So you're not just teaching uh, in silos, you're teaching it all as one because that when we're working, that's what we have to do. We have to use all of our um, skills to mm. solve problems, not just one at a time. Now, at this expo, uh, I'm assuming that it's open to anyone, anyone who wants to come out. Absolutely. We would love to have community p- members there. Okay. And so uh, will we see some demonstrations? Will we have, you know, like uh, booths or c- kind of how is, how is that going to look? Yeah. Think of um, there will be some demonstrations. There will be, be some hands-on projects, but there will also be booths. So it, it's probably one of those things if you think of a really great um, – uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think how to how to even describe it, but um, you will have this. So you could go and look at Case and Lane's third grade project, mm. and maybe it's on um, worm farming. And if it's on worm farming, then you can go to Siegel's third grade project, and it's on something else. And so it this is a great way to say, hey, this is what's happening in our schools today, and to kind of just showcase what the difference is between just studying science and studying science as part of a STEAM initiative. So uh, you could spend 20 minutes there, or you can spend the entire two hours. And again, then on the um, a different portion of the event um, is just we'll have some two different groupings, one the K through second, and then one third through sixth are going to have uh, community partners with them to compete in a I can't tell you what it is because they, they won't know until they get there, but it could compete in a STEM experiment. Oh, okay. That's neat. Yeah, so they'll get all of their instructions and all of their materials. The children who are participating already know it. The community members who are participating will know it before then, and um, we will give them instructions. And here's, here's what the end result is supposed to be, and here's all the stuff you have to work with, and then they make the project work. So it should be a lot of fun. And, again, it's just really a great opportunity for the community at large to come and see what is STEM, what is STEAM, and how does that work inside our schools? Because that's what we hear a lot, like what's happening in the schools. And if, you, if you're not a parent, you really don't know. Well, and sometimes true. over the last two years, to be quite honest with COVID, our parents aren't even in our schools like they used to be. So sometimes they even have those same questions. I, I would think that um, with this particular demonstration, you're going to have, depending on how many are, are, are participating in this, you're going to have six different ways to get to the final result. And that's all part of the process, figuring it out. Uh, and how you get to the end result could be many right. different ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it and, is not an A to Z. Yeah. It is just get there. 
you know. (laughs) And uh, so this event also brings schools from all over the district, which is kind of cool. So Siegel can Mm -hmm. see what's going on, uh, you know, over at... At Bradley. Bradley Bradley can see what's going on at Overall Creek. Exactly. It allows uh, our parents, our teachers, our students to kind of know exactly what's going on in other schools and how they're solving the same problems, too. So, yeah, it's really um, a nice grouping uh, for us all to get together and plan. So the STEAM Expo is March 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. over at the Lane Agri-Park. That's if you turn off of uh, Old Fort Parkway and go past Sam's, you'll run right into the uh, Lane Agri-Park right beside Paws out there and where the uh, Farmer's Market is located. We have Lisa Trail with Murfreesboro City Schools with us. And uh, one thing I did want to slip in, congrats on uh, City Schools being named Best for All District. Oh, thank you. We were very excited to be among those that were named the Best for All District. That was uh, an initiative that the uh, governor as well as our um, education commissioner put together. And so we're really, really pleased to have been named a uh, Best for All District. So it it was kind of a a deal put together to recognize those school districts who used the uh, federal COVID-19 stimulus money to to, um, help students achieve even during that tough time. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. They had certain benchmarks you had to meet, and we met all of those. So very, we were very excited to be a part of that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so we are getting close to the end of February, uh, but you've got African American uh, Month events that are continuing, I guess? Yes. We actually had to postpone our uh, African American event that Bradley and Patterson Park uh, do together. And so we're really pleased that it is this Thursday it, it is also 5 to 7. It's at Patterson Park, and um, it's a great African-American celebration. They have food. They have activities. They have shows. It's, it's just a really fun event to do. And they've been, Bradley and Patterson have been teaming up for this event, I think, for about eight years now. So we're thrilled to have that again this year and thrilled that we're going to be able to have people in Patterson Park and celebrating all the history that we know and celebrate with the African-American culture. And so that will be at Patterson Park Community Center? Yes, okay. it is at Patterson Park. Okay. Remind us of the date and time again. It is Thursday, this Thursday. So um, The 24th. Thank you. I <laughs> just blanked on what this Thursday was. <laughs> this Thursday, February 24th, Patterson Park from 5 to 7 p.m. Very good. And uh, before our time gets away here, uh, Lisa, I know that you all are kind of uh, looking at having to do some rezoning with our growth here uh, with with Murfreesboro City Schools. Do do you have an update on that? Yes. So we have had all of our parent meetings and received all of our parent input. So we will be going forward with the rezoning plan that comes up at our next board meeting. And as soon as that is passed by the board, as soon as we know exactly what's going on, Uh, we will be sending information out to all the parents that are affected. I will say that parents, if your child is on a zone waiver of any type, you do need to be looking uh, for emails from me uh, just so that we don't miss anyone. Does that make sense? So I don't want anyone to go, oh, my school's not affected. We're not on the west side of town. If your child is on a zone waiver, there is a chance they could um, could be affected in some way. So we will really work with our parents to make sure they know uh, what to do 
going forward and uh, know what the will of the board is whenever we come to the rezoning. So that information should go out to parents probably by Thursday of this week as well. So now um, you mentioned the west side of Murfreesboro. That those are the schools within the city that are most likely to see some change, correct? Right, that is correct. So does that mean that, you know, uh, John Pittard, for instance, may not see any change, or could there still be a ripple effect that goes through? Well, the main uh, changes as far as being rezoned are happening with overall Creek and Salem. Those are the two main ones. Case and Lane is picking up some students. Uh, Scales is picking up some students. Black Fox uh, is having students coming from the Salem area, and um, Northfield is having students coming from the overall Creek area. But with that, zone waivers are also, we're looking at zone waivers as well. So you could be on a zone waiver at John Pittard. And if you are, you just need to make sure that you know you're on a zone waiver and you would do some reapplying and stuff. So it's, there's a, and the reason I say it very general, it really is a philosophy of we need to make sure everyone knows where they're supposed to go to school next year. Yeah, most certainly. And, and yeah, this is yeah. next year. We're not talking about anything this year. No, 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 no. We're talking about the 22-23 school year. Yeah. Now, I noticed that uh, there's a regular board meeting tomorrow. Is that the one where the board will take up some of the rezoning issues? Yes, that's where the vote will be. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. So we will know really soon. That's why Thursday you'll have more information to pass along to parents when they decide. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, Lisa, I appreciate you joining us here, and uh, happy President's Day. Thank you. Thank you. I will. I appreciate you letting me call in today. Oh, yes, absolutely. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Lisa. Okay. Bye-bye. Lisa Trail joining us with Murfreesboro City Schools to give us an update here on Rutherford Issues from News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS.